0: Do not ignore passage indexing with Dixon Jones, CEO of Inlinks and Majestic Brand Ambassador. Brought to you by Majestic, I'm Dave Bain and this is SEO in 2022. Dixon,
1: what is your number one SEO tip for 2022? Well- I think that the in 2021 they started talking about Google started talking quite a lot actually to the tail end of 2020 they started talking about um, passage indexing as something that they were going to be uh, working on. And they've not really been very specific about exactly what passage index is going to be. So I, I looked up, you know, and checked out the sort of what people are talking about passage indexing, uh before, uh, before coming on today. And, um, and really, Google is not doing a good job of of talking about passage indexing, even though. All of the uh, the sort of headline SEO places are are saying passage indexing is coming. It's here. It's we don't know, you know. But the concept of passage indexing is is I think inevitable. Um, and I was you know I was surprised that Google hadn't brought it sort of to the fore much much earlier. Um, and uh, I think perhaps if I explain what I th- I see by passage indexing and trying to bring it into a into a concept that we can all understand. If you um, if you if you're trying to have a, a knowledgeable website or web page on a piece of content. Um, that's one thing. What makes up knowledge is is, is interesting because it's lots of different ideas or topics around a, a subject. So if you ended up with an encyclopedia on gardening, for example, um, you've got lots and lots of really interesting um, elements about, you know, different articles that, that are all um, equally valid. And you try and put all that onto one page, of course, you've got expertise all through the page of different Bits and ideas. Um, So I think passage indexing is the understanding from Google that you know a good page of content um, is probably uh, talking about many different ideas and topics in the same corpus of content. And so uh, trying to understand those bits um, separately probably makes more sense. And, and going back to the, you know, going back 20 years and looking about uh, information retrieval algorithms and things, you know, almost you know, early stages of the internet, um, there was quite a lot of stuff that I remember looking up when I was doing all my presentations over, over the years to suggest that um, the idea of... Um, uh, of, of, of looking at things by, by passages, by sections, rather than the, uh, a, a, a corpus of text as a whole, is a much better um, way of looking at things um, generally. Um, so uh, you, you could sit there, and a good example of, of why looking at the whole thing um, is bad is if you try to find out what eBay was about, for example eBay is about so many different products and so many different ideas because every single page is a different idea. Now you take that concept and bring it down to a page level, and if you've got a, a you know a page that's about all sorts of different things, then all of a sudden it's about nothing. Whereas a sentence or a block of text may absolutely answer a, a question for a user that they that they're looking for. So it's uh, uh, it's it's a it's a way of looking at a needle in a haystack, and I think that. Uh, What's really interesting is is that Majestic, back in, you know... Uh, back in 2019, I think, um, you know, came up with this idea of breaking a web page down into chunks or sections, which is, uh, and chunking is is actually something that, that goes back to the, the 2000s as well. So the there was some, some research that says, you know, trying to analyse the content of a page in chunks is better than trying to analyse the whole page and get the meaning of the page. So chunks, measuring chunks and passage indexing sounds to me like a very, very similar um, concept. You know, passage. Index probably describes it better than chunking, but uh, but uh, but my uh, majestic divides a web page into forty, I think, different sections and looks at the, at the the links in context within those sections. So I think that's kind of interesting and useful, and it's great that majestic does that. I don't think anything else does that we can use as SEO tools. But the the whole idea, regardless of, of what majestic is doing, of of understanding these sections of text might be much more valuable in the future than the whole page is particularly interesting for SEOs because I think it'll probably change the way in which we might start writing content.
0: Right okay so I mean it's a relatively new concept for Google as as you say and Google haven't launched it with a fanfare, as they have done some other things in the past. So mm. I did a little bit of research and find out that Google are saying that 7% of search queries are going to be affected by that, which is relatively significant. So is, is there any particular type of business that um, is likely to be able to take more advantage of passage indexing?
1: I think it may be very useful for products that have a high spe- spec kind of lots of specs so you might be wanting you know a screw with a uh with a you know with a a, a width of a certain amount so it can fit into your uh, you know you've, you, uh, you so you've so it can fit into the previous screw hole that that you lost like two two years ago or something so you might have a very detailed need for a product that um is so 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 specific that you know you're probably the only person in the world that's going to need that next week. Um, and uh, if somebody has then uh, filled out their product um, specs for thousands and thousands of different types of screw or, or bolt or whatever, um, then then Google can pick that up and understand that this particular. Product is going to fit this particular user's needs, so it can get very, very specific. Because I think what they're trying to do with with passage indexing what they say they're trying to do is is really fix a very, very unique user requirement that's unlikely to be needed again. The problem, of course, for that is that you spend all your time doing SEO for one person that may or may never come along, um, and uh, and Google's trying to tie SEOs up in knots forever and a day. So you've got to get that balance right between. Between, you know uh, putting everything into, uh, into into a way that, that you know Google can understand at a passage level and uh, time so I suspect data sets and and how you display data sets will be uh, quite important I think the downside for us is that um, people that have written things in bullet points may not uh, may, may have a bit of a disadvantage so if you've just been writing you know how to uh, tend to your garden and you've got bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, bullet point, instead of a passage or a paragraph, uh, I suspect that that might be a disadvantage. It used to be a quick way of covering all the points. I remember at school um, when I was doing exams, I was always told if uh, if I haven't got time and I'm running out of time at the end of a uh, 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 an exam, then, you know, just write the bullet points down and I've covered the bases and I'll probably get a pass out of it. I think that... Um, that's not going to do well in a meritocracy-based kind of system that Google has of of wanting to return the best content. So I think a a guess and and this is conjecture this is the problem you know that uh, the the bullet points may not do as well as they used to do um you would assume of course that long form content now is broken up into uh into into sort of more meaningful subsections as well so uh google is trying to understand a little section of that web page so it might be that long form content starts to lose some of its um some of its influence um, on SERPs, but that's again difficult to say how how it'll uh, how it'll pan out.
0: So, talking about bullet points, a lot of SEOs, just about every SEO, I'm sure, will be aware of featured snippets and yeah. bullet points often appeared in featured snippets. What, what's the main yeah. difference between featured snippets and passage indexing?
1: Well, I think it's the stage at which Google's um, uh, analyzing the information. Um, so. Feature snippets are really done at the um, reveal stage for Google. So when you've typed something into a search engine, it's already indexed absolutely everything. It's it knows what, what's where, it knows what's an FAQ, what's an event, and you know who's a person, etc. So it can then use feature snippets to better display. It's it's organized content, so it's already organized and understood and indexed um, uh, uh, all the content. Passage indexing is at a much earlier stage of how is it going to store that information in the first place. So it's about how it reads your page and then where it puts it into Google's, you know, into the Borg, you know, into that that huge sort of machine of uh, of databases and uh, um, and uh, 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 and structured data. And I think that. Um, you could think of passage indexing as being, you know, passages of rich snippets. So I would be, uh, I would, I would expect um, rich snippets to start showing passages of text. Better than they did before, if they aren't already. Um, so I would uh, suspect that a passage could easily be shown as a rich snippet, um, but the fact that it's indexed in a different way uh, means that um, they will have, you know, this magic sentence or couple of sentences that hopefully is going to answer um, a very specific user's requirement. Um, and uh, and then when it comes out as a rich snippet, it's almost the uh, it's almost the answer that. That you could give, if Google could give, if they were on, you know, Google Android, or okay, Google, and you say, you know, to okay, I, I reckon this is going to, you know, be voice search kind of uh, driven, really. So you're going to say, okay, Google, um, where can I find a bolt with a flange of 2.3 centimetres and a length of four centimetres? And it'll find a, uh, a passage that has uh, has that exact bolt um, uh, somewhere uh, and it will read it back to you. So, you know, I think the, the indexing of it is is really where 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 the word is. So passage indexing, it's how they're going to index se- segments of text. And, of course, um, bullet points will cover a lot of different ideas in a very short period of time, so they don't make a very good passage index. A, a good passage index is a well-formed, I would imagine, a well-formed couple of sentences that very much explain and answer a super specific um, query.
0: And if you're watching or listening this, let us know if your Google Home Assistant went off when (laughs) Google (laughs) uh, was asked to (laughs) do something by Dixon there. Dixon, um, one scary situation for SEOs is the thought of, Appearing in a SERP result, but not getting a click through to a web page, is passage indexing and perhaps more content appearing in the SERP likely to result in that and more people staying on the SERP and not even visiting web pages?
1: Yes, uh, and um, I think I think you have to make sure that your business can cope with that as being a positive, not a negative. So if you are the person selling the two point three centimeter flange screwed then um then you're not going to have a problem uh but if as you know or if you are the airline that flies from you know the Balearic Islands to you know Alaska then you're not going to have a problem uh, regardless of where the information lies um the problem lies if you're trying to monetize the information um that 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 is a challenge Google wants to be you know the world you know dominant in, in the concept of of, of you know, monetizing information itself. Um and so if you're trying to monetize information, then you have a challenge that you're uh, you know you're a you're a competitor to, to Google. So you need to try and put your stuff behind a wall garden. In other words, try and make people pay for that that information, which is the challenge, because of course Google wants to show it to you and charge somebody else to advertise for a you know for a two point three centimetre flange. Uh and so um so, so yeah, you've got to build your business to be able to cope with that. Is is the short answer because you know if it's a okay Google result or whether it's a um, a search engine result, um, it, it, particularly if it's an okay Google result, no one's going to click on it anyway because no one's got their hands on a on a mouse at that particular time. And I think moving forward, Google are certainly aware, and we're all aware that we're starting to search in different ways. We're no longer looking at the uh, the 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 home page of google for our search we're uh starting to um use voice we're starting you know eventually we're going to be using all manner of devices that are you know perhaps don't have any keyboard whatsoever uh, and no mouse whatsoever and i think we have to make sure our businesses are able to cope with that so if an SEO
0: wants to really start to take advantage of passage indexing what are a few steps that they need to do to restructure reorganize rewrite some of the existing content on their website to try and mm. take advantage of it
1: mm. okay uh, i would imagine uh, and i and again this is you know it's stuff for the future so i can only put out my best you know 20 years of experience here but i i th- i would imagine that um uh, writing a paragraphs rather than bullet points is probably helpful, but the paragraphs don't have to be hugely long. What may well help is um, on-page um, indexes, so, um, so sort of links within the page to the different sections. So you could have at the top of the page... Um, you know all the things you're about to talk about with little hyperlinks to those, um, to, so bookmarks I suppose are called, uh, to those to those sections. That would certainly help Google under, identify which page, which sections are about which um, idea or concept. So you could use the bullet points maybe at the top as a kind of. Um, uh, uh, as 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 a sort of content driven um, approach, or a sort of an index driven approach a table to the of content, contents, yeah, yeah, yeah. So use it as a table of contents, and I think that Google will make good use of tables of contents within a web document um, uh, to try and understand the uh, the. the information about the different sections also you can use schema in those paragraphs and that that text as well so um, that's going to be to be able to help um there's definitely schema that you know helps see uh, how to schema is is quite complicated actually um but because it requires an image for each section um to be properly uh, uh, f- uh formed so um uh, building up a how to sort of schema where you're sitting there and each section is a section in a how-to process with an image and properly marked up is really going to help because google is going to be able to then see in a long process of learning you know, where the individual steps are, um, and that will help Google to, you know, dive in. And instead of trying to give, you know, the answer to a generic question of, you know, let's say, let's go back to the gardening one, you know, how to, you know, when to plant your seeds, it's, you know, it's more about how to propagate and germinate the particular seed at a particular... In a, in a particular type of country, uh, and so so it can it, it can pull it down. So I think using how to schema probably is going to be a good uh, a good way, and that requires making sure you've got imagery as well, so that Google can um, see the uh, the visuals are there for the for the help as well.
0: Great. Well, to finish off, if an SEO is struggling for time mm-hmm. and they do really do want to focus on passage indexing in twenty twenty two, what's one thing that they've been doing? been doing for the last few years that they should stop doing now so they can spend more time doing what you suggest
1: i would stop trying to write the same thing on your pay on your website 20 different ways so don't try and have 20 different ways of uh, of saying how to uh, how to you know germinate chrysanthemums uh instead um cover more topics uh it's it's smaller amounts of topics so basically going going a bit bit more gritty you can still do it in in um in sort of long form content if you like but but basically those paragraphs have got to make sense on their own in fact that's that's what i would say make sure that those paragraphs stand up um on, on their own two feet so if that paragraph was the only thing on your on your website on your website or the only thing that came back in a search result um, would that make sense would that have a call to action in it would that have some kind of way that you can monetize that information but does it answer a, a particular question so I, I think we've got lazy as human beings writing content on uh, understanding the what what the importance is of a paragraph but you know um, machines are going to understand a paragraph and and, um, and I think Consider a paragraph and a passage as the same thing. Make sure those 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 passages or paragraphs are self-contained. Superb advice. Well, you can find Dixon Jones over at DixonJones.com.
0: Dixon, thank yeah. you for being part of SEO in 2022. Thanks very much, David. Check out the rest of the content from SEO in 2022 over at SEOin2022.com.